All right, how's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Fu Show. I'm your host, Coach Ali Fu Show. In today's episode, episode number seven, I will be talking about why working out is more important than eating right. And I know that's a controversial claim, but that's exactly why I felt the need to make a lengthy or rather a relatively lengthy episode so that we can really talk about it. Well, I'm the only one that's really going to be talking about it because it's a solo episode now. I don't have a guest uh, beside me. So if you guys have any comments or questions, uh, please do um, leave a comment down below on YouTube. Or if you're seeing this on Instagram, uh, some of the clips that I'll be posting on Instagram, please leave your comments there. But before we do get on with the episode, I do want to say that just this past weekend, we had days one and two of the 2022 Dufoam Raw Nationals Unleashed. Um, I was the commentator of that powerlifting com uh, competition for both days one and two. I had Nestor Redulia uh, beside me the entire time. He was my co-commentator and we were having a blast uh, just seeing all the amazing, the strong uh, competitors that decided to join in this competition. Uh, day one, it was just me and the store. Day two, I had Miss Savi Savilio, one of the country's strongest female powerlifters. It was, I was actually the odd man out because I was in the middle of the two of them, two of uh, probably the strongest powerlifters in the Philippines, and I was just there, the guy that likes to talk a lot. Uh, and that's, I guess that's why uh, the PAP, the Powerlifting Association of the Philippines, decided to hire me for that weekend uh, because they know that I have a big mouth <laughs> and I can keep on talking even though not everyone wants me to keep on talking i will keep on talking and that's exactly why i have my own podcast uh, because of course i do have a lot of comments to say and a lot of claims to make which is exactly why this episode is going to be why it's going to be about why working out is more important than eating right and before we go on, <laughs> I do want to say, yes, that is a clickbait title. I do have to uh, make sure that these titles, that the episode names are rather catchy because we need them views, we need them clicks. Uh, but nonetheless, I do want to say thank you to everyone who has, you know, who have been watching, who have been listening to the past or to the previous six episodes. I am really happy. And of course, we are a new podcast. We're not coming from any um, real following. Um, my following, quote unquote, uh, is rather relatively small. Um, I, yeah, it's not it's not that big of a crowd, but nonetheless, I'm happy with the reach that this startup podcast has been reaching. In the past six episodes, we have accumulated over a thousand streams already, and I am more than humbled uh, by that. And just a quick segue and. I know I'm not a celebrity. I'm far from that name. But um, just this past weekend in the uh, Raw Nationals Unleashed, I was kind of weird. Okay, not weirded out, but because I was just not used to it. But people would have come up to me saying, oh, hey, are you Coach Ali Pusho? And they recognize me from, I guess, the podcast or my Instagram post. So it was just weird for me because obviously... Uh, in the powerlifting community, there are a lot of big names. These big names are the ones that are giving or uh, showcasing their big lifts. 
I don't have any big lifts, but I'm happy to say, say or happy to see that people are listening to the podcast or listening uh, to everything that we have been posting. So to everyone who approached me this past weekend, I do have to say thank you. And uh, you, you, of course, have now stroked my ego. And this is going to now motivate me to keep on posting uh, every single week. But all right, now let us finally get to what I was trying to talk about and how and why I named this episode Why Working Out is More Important Than Eating Right. I want to say that that is definitely false if you're going to generalize that for every single scenario because you do have to realize or if you are in the game already of working out whether or not you are a coach, if you are somebody who just started getting into the gym or anyone Anyone who's, you know, dabbing it in general fitness or even in elite fitness, you have to realize that both working out and nutrition are extremely, extremely important. And for some reason, a lot of people, okay, I understand the reason, but for some reason, that is a huge conversation starter whenever somebody wants to make a claim that one is more important than the other. So I get it because it's clickbait. It's a good conversation starter. I want it to be known, right here generally at the intro part of the podcast, that you should never pick one or the other in the long term. Because if you do that, then that's when you are going to stall. Your progress is not going to progress. And but again, for the sake of conversation, just so that people understand it more, we are now going to really cater to that idea, to cater to that question, which is actually more important, working out or eating right? Again, this is just for the sake of conversation to make a lot of people, especially beginners, understand on the differences on how much either of those aspects, working out or nutrition, can actually contribute to your long-term success with whatever fitness goal you might have. All right. I do want to say right off the bat, once again, I know I have a lot, sorry, I have a lot of disclaimers. I have a lot of segues, but that's probably because I want to make sure that whatever I say is going to be safe. Um, Because in fitness, there are a lot of nuances. It is a lot of these situations or a lot of these circumstances Will, are different from one another. So in other words, it's very situational. Yes, there are general claims that a lot of people can abide by, but a lot of these things are also situational. And one of the biggest disclaimers is that this is my entire conversation that you'll be hearing for the rest of this episode, whatever length that this is, this is going to be targeted to everyone who is not a competitor Uh, in any of those strength sports. So whether or not you are in bodybuilding, bodybuilding especially, uh, powerlifting, weightlifting, okay, I'm not going to consider strongman, but if you are, or even for real sports, like uh, team sports, like basketball, football, or whatever, if you are a competitor, you have to give your, quote-unquote, 100% both in your training and in your nutrition. This entire podcast is primarily directed towards the general population whether or not you are lifting heavy or if you're starting out you are if you're not a competitor this podcast this episode is directed towards you and hopefully you guys can learn a thing or two as you leave this episode 
All right. I do want to say that depending on where you are in your fitness journey and what your goal is, yes, there will be a time that working out will be more important than eating right. On the other hand, there will also be times wherein eating right will will be the more important thing to focus on rather than just working out. So again, as I mentioned a while ago, it is extremely situational. And um, I'm going to do my best to go situation to situation, case by case, on what I think is going to be the better option. All right, let's start it off with the most common situation that a lot of people would um, fall under. The most common situation is that somebody would be relatively overweight and then they are a beginner. They always ask this question or they always always Google this question, which is more important, working out or eating right. Now, if you are extremely overweight, when I say extremely overweight towards the obese side of the spectrum, there is probably a lot of behavioral changes that have to be made. It is case to case, but I will say in this very first scenario that I am presenting to you guys, eating right is going to be the top priority. Because again, a lot of people, when it comes to reaching obesity, uh, again, I'm speaking on my own personal observations with the obese clients that I've handled and of course, uh, what other coaches are saying about this matter. If you are obese, I would highly, highly recommend that you have to fix or adjust. Sorry, fixing is a a wrong term to use because it's going to assume that something is broken. And obviously, uh, I don't want anyone who is obese to think that they are broken. They're just things that uh, that have to be adjusted in your lifestyle, in your current lifestyle, to make you live a healthier life. All right, so once again, there are things that I would want you to adjust in your lifestyle uh, to make you lose weight. Because of course, if you are obese, I think the first thing that anyone would uh, should be after is to have consistent fat loss. And if your fat gain or like the way that you gained weight was because of eating habits, your behavior towards snacking, your behavior towards how much you are eating per meal that is presented to you or like how much you get from your dining table, that has to be addressed first. You have to make sure that you are not um, eating the same amount of food that you are currently eating. So very straightforward, eat less than what you are eating right now. And I know that is going to be really hard to achieve right off the bat. So I know, and that's precisely why we are starting off with this because it is a psychological change or some coaches would like to call it a spiritual change that has to happen within that client or within that individual because there has to be a 180 a 180 yes correct <laughs> there has to be a complete shift in mindset a 180 change on your mindset because a lot of people whether that be a few years or, or a few decades of habits that have been so strong of you just snacking or eating whenever you want for you to really and if you've made that change in your mind that you want to live a healthier life it has to start with that mindset that spiritual again spiritual track or approach that you have to remind yourself you are not going to be eating 
the same amount that you have been eating for how many years already. So it has to start with you eating right. So when I say eating right, I know it's a very, very general term that can be eating the right things uh, and eating the right amount. Two different things. They are not mutually exclusive-ish. But for the individual who is leaning towards the obese side it's really going to be the how much you are eating and that is what we are going to categorize as what is eating right so for you a beginner who is um you know obese you have to eat right how can you eat right by first lessening what you are currently eating right now does that mean that I am not going to prioritize? Example, if I were to coach a beginner obese client, does that mean that we're not going to be focusing on the workouts? No, absolutely not. You are still going to be working out. And I want to make that general like blanket statement that no matter who you are, what your beginner, oh sorry, what your background is, you would still have to work out. That is without a doubt. If you are somebody who's decided for themselves that, hey, I'm going to make the efforts to live a healthier life. Um, eating right and working out will be part of it already. But once again, if you're a beginner who's obese, you have to prioritize eating right. Now, let's kind of flip the script. If you are a beginner and you are underweight, you want to probably, I'm assuming if you're underweight and you want to live a healthier life, you will want to now gain weight. Of course, if for you to gain weight, you would definitely have to eat more. But based on what, I, what I've been seeing the past few years, if you are underweight, and of, of course, you are 100% going to benefit if you're going to eat more calories. No, no doubt about that. But with what I've observed for a lot of people who are underweight or really extremely skinny, I believe that working out will actually be the better option for you. Again, prioritize both. I mean, like if you make sure that you pay attention to both working out and eating right. But in my observation, if we were to force this conversation of picking one or the other, I would recommend the beginner who is underweight to actually prioritize the workouts more. Why is that? That's because a lot of these... Um, skinnier guys or skinnier girls they just really need to get strong first and like exert a lot more efforts with or like exert a lot of brute force strength um within their like weekly routine and that is that is automatically going to up their appetite so i know we talked about behavioral appetite when it comes to the obese uh, individual and of course that has to be the first change but one thing that i've observed is that if you're skinny I think you should prioritize your workouts first, making sure that you're uh, getting stronger every week, progressive overload, whether that be adding more weight to the bar or adding more quality sets or reps, whatever it is, your form of whatever progressive overload you and your coach are going for right now. A lot of the times so or almost every single time, if you are skinny and you are progressively overloading your workouts, your appetite is also going to progressively increase as well. If your appetite gets stronger, you will now be eating more. If you now eat more, which is also synonymous with eating right, 
you are really going to make your way out of that underweight uh, range of the spectrum. You will now be getting stronger and you'll be eating more. And that eating more has uh, will start from making sure that you're lifting more. In other words, once again, to make it all the way back a big circle, is that if you're an underweight beginner, I would highly, highly recommend that you prioritize your workouts first. Again, we are just making general recommendations if you were to pick one side or the other. You might be wondering, before I continue on with the other situations, you might be wondering, hey coach, like why are we having this conversation? You already mentioned how many times in this, in, in this episode that both working out and nutrition are really important. Why can't you just end the conversation there and make sure that that individ- individual, that athlete or that uh, client is able to prioritize both working out and nutrition? I mean, if it were that easy that everyone, every beginner can just, you know, jump the gun and go be 100 commit 100% of their efforts to both working out and nutrition, then yes, that would be the ideal situation. But things don't often go uh, according to plan. A lot of people have some certain biases. Some people want to work out more. Some people want to just prioritize their diet. And of course, that's good. Uh, But no one or it's very, very rare to see somebody be able to commit 110% to either of those at the same time. It's just overwhelming for the individual. It's overwhelming for a beginner to prioritize both working out and nutrition. That's why we're having this conversation because we don't want that individual to be burnt out. Like sure, yeah, they have the best program or they have the best, uh, they have the best routine and they have the best uh, meal plan. But if psychologically it's such a huge burden or such a huge um, task or like it's, it's too overwhelming. In other words, they are consistent for the first two, three weeks, but the burnout might come after a month or two, which is just going to set them back. So that is why I believe that this conversation, even though as nuanced as it can be, is still worth having because a lot of people do prioritize, uh, a lot of people should just, probably focus on one thing at a time. And then once they're able to successfully make uh, or like they're successfully able to change their habit or build the habit of working out or build the habit of eating right, then that's when they can actually transition to add more focus or to give more time and energy to the other aspects. So example, if you are a, an underweight beginner, you were working out, uh, for two or three months already, your technique is flawless, then that's great. That's really, really good. But you're noticing that you're not gaining as much weight as possible. Then that is when, that is when you can now consider to go, give more focus to your eating. Eat more protein, eat more carbs, or if you're really underweight, just eat more in general. And that is when your, your progress can now continually progress. Because as a beginner, Once again, you want to take it step by step. And of course, after you take more steps uh, in your fitness journey, you're now going to graduate from the beginner level to the intermediate. So there's no real real way to categorize somebody as, oh, you're a beginner. And then the next day, oh, now you're an intermediate uh, lifter. 
there's no real number, no number to go about. Uh, but just generally speaking, we're just gonna go off by those terms. Once you are a an intermediate lifter or an intermediate in the gym, you will probably realize, oh, I am not progressing, similar to what I mentioned a while ago. I am not progress progressing as much as I want, or I am not progressing as fast as I have been compared to my beginner months. What do you do now? What do I do now to really make sure that I keep on progressing, that I don't ever encounter a plateau or you're gonna lessen the likelihood of encountering a plateau because no matter who you are there will be a time in your fitness life or fitness journey that progress will slow down that it is at those points in your life where you really have to like um get a bird's eye view of what you are doing in and out of the gym to get a better idea on what your next steps have to be all right, so again, if you're an intermediate who started out with prioritizing all your uh, workouts and then you're not, you're not seeing the progress, that is when you can really consider eating more protein. Or in other words, for example, if you really want to continue progress as an intermediate, if you never, never bothered to count your calories or count how much protein, even just your protein actually, um, that is going to be a big, big uh, help for your progress to make sure that your protein intake as an underweight individual is going to, if you're able to manage your protein or really be consistent with your protein intake as an underweight beginner, you will continue to progress as an intermediate, get stronger, get stronger, uh, get buffer as well, more muscularity, more meat on those bones, and then progress towards the advanced. Now, if you are this, actually, I'm not going to say the exact same thing that's flipped for the other side. So, sorry, let me step back a bit. I recommended um, for the overweight individual, the overweight beginner to prioritize on their diet. Of course, as their weight loss will probably slow down, that's when you might want to consider. No, that's when you would want to consider working out a bit more with a bit more focus with a bit more intensity because that is going to help you out uh, a lot more when it comes to your overall fat loss now this is i'm not sure if this is a segue but it's something that a lot of people who are after fat, fat loss this is what they will definitely encounter you guys have to remind yourself that you are in it for the long term i mean of course it's hard to speak for everyone but hopefully you are in this for the long term the reason why is because if you are somebody who's really after long-term uh, success in the gym you are not just after fat loss you are also you should be after overall endurance overall strength gain a bit of focus for the strength gain actually um, because you don't want to be that individual that was so focused on just losing weight on just losing or like uh, lessening the number on the scale because if you are that type of individual and i've seen it happen before they were overweight and then they became extremely underweight sure they achieved their goal of losing let's say what 50 60 or 70 pounds in some scenarios yeah okay on the num if we're gonna look at the numbers on the scale okay great you achieved that goal but if they end up being too weak or too 
thin or too underweight, they're gonna be back at they're gonna be back to zero, but the opposite end of zero. And that's not I would say that's not cool. You're just um making life harder for yourself. So instead, what I would recommend, or like one not really recommend, it's more of what I want you to expect. If you are starting off from an overweight uh, standpoint or background, yes, in the initial weeks or months of you being as dialed in as possible with you your nutrition, you will lose weight. Uh, hopefully, a lot of that is body fat. To make sure that you are make, losing body fat and not muscle, you should be having some workout uh, in your everyday routine or your weekly routine. But there will come a time that your fat loss will slow down or your weight loss will slow down. And that's primarily because if you are now going to add that transition, or if you are at that point where you are going to transition into working out more, specifically with resistance training or strength training, the amount of muscle the amount of muscle that you will be gaining will also be counted as part of your body weight. A lot of people in the overweight side of things don't realize that muscle actually weighs something. Um, because a lot of people just want the, they're so focused on the number on the scale that they lose sight that, okay, aside from just that, they also want to look at your body fat percentage. So, as the name suggests, your body fat percentage is uh, the number that's going to generally show you how much body fat you have on your body. That is what you want to really lessen. And at the same time, when you're looking at the scale, you have, or if you have uh, that smart scales or whatever, you also want to look at your lean body mass. Because once you start lifting weights, once you start um, once you have graduated from the beginner and now you're able to focus on your lifts as well, your total weight loss will slow down because of your muscle gain. I'm not saying, okay, when I say this, I'm, don't make it, uh, I hope, uh, it's not like an exaggeration, oh, that you're going to gain 10 pounds or like 10, 15 pounds of muscle if you just start, you know, working out within a month or two. That's not what I'm saying. It's just that I want you to expect that there will come a time, if you're doing it right, there will come a time that the fat loss or the weight loss will slow down because of your muscle gain. Is that a bad thing? No, that is actually a really good thing. And that is something that you have to open. Uh, like, that's something that you have to welcome with open arms accept that that's going to happen and if that does happen that means everything is falling into place in your initial phase you were able to lose body fat just okay majority lose body fat but then things are slowing down why why would that be that's because if you're doing things right that you are now working out with resistance training whether that be body weight push-ups whether that be barbell bench press or whether that be in the machine do the chest press just examples of like that you will be developing your pec muscles your arms your shoulders obviously as you get more muscle you will have weight or that muscle will have weight and that weight will be apparent or that weight will appear on the scale 
And that's something that I really want you guys to openly accept. All right. So just a quick recap of what we were talking about on, <laughs> of course, um, just to use the clickbait title on why working out is more important than eating right. That is very situational because as I mentioned, there are some situations wherein eating right will actually be the more important thing to focus on. I talked about the different scenarios if you're a beginner and I talked about the different scenarios um, if you're an intermediate. And I am going to stop it there. That's primarily because if you are an advanced athlete or if you are a competitor, as I mentioned in the intro, or if you're somebody who's been at it for how many years already, for you to continually progress towards whatever goal that you have, or if you have these extreme or um, really ambitious goals, without a doubt, you would have to be as dialed in in both working out and your nutrition. Because with ambitious goals, you have to have very, relatively speaking, drastic measures. You have to have drastic uh, adjustments to your behavior, to your lifestyle. Because these high goals or these um, very, I guess, yeah, ambitious goals, they cannot be achieved na basta-basta. Now you're just going to keep on doing whatever, not being very intentional with both working out, both the training and the nutrition. You are not going to be an elite athlete without dedicating 110% to both of those. That's, uh, I was going to say that's 100% true 100% of the time. But there are some elite, uh, there are some freaks out there, genetic freaks out there that don't really pay attention and they, they just show up and they're really good. But of course, uh, if you're like me, you are not, you know, that top 0.0001% that can just show up and get a gold medal off the platform. Uh, majority of us are not like that. So if you are somebody who has been at the gym or been working out or you've been having fitness goals, you were able, to, you were successful in your beginner phase and then now you were successful for how many years in the intermediate phase, you want to level things up. You definitely have to level things up both in the gym and in the kitchen. Because if not, um, and because if you're not able to do so, you are going to be stuck in the intermediate phase. And on that note, I want to be, I guess I'll, I'll talk about myself. I am somebody, I'm a coach. I am co coaching a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. Um, to be honest, I think that I have never, ever been, or I can never be classified in any chart or any um, comparison, I am not part of an elite or advanced lifter um, category. Again, there's no set way to classify oneself as a beginner, intermediate, or advanced. But just to paint the picture, I don't think I can be considered an advanced athlete or elite athlete in any sense of the matter. That's because, to be 100% honest with you, I never really took my, my nutrition super duper seriously. In the gym, I would all, I mean, my workouts, I take them relatively seriously, but I wouldn't be 110%. And this, I would say, um, if I can be honest or very objective in how I'm going to rate my body, my physique, I think I am a very high intermediate, not advanced, clearly not a beginner, 
but I know I'm way better off. My physique is a bit better than um, majority of intermediates as well. I I think I can say that without trying to sound like you know somebody that's a show off because it's actually not that. Thinking about it, it's not really uh, worth showing off. Hey, you know what? My body's a high intermediate. See, that's it's, it. Doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like something that you'd want to really go gloat about in front of people. It's just me being honest. Um, obviously. My ego would want me to be an uh, elite lifter, uh, a very advanced physique, whatever. But if I'm going to be very objective and analyze how I've been for the past two to four years, I never took everything 110% seriously. And you might think, oh man, that that's kind of sucks, coach. Why are you like that? Well, that's because I prioritize a lot of other things in my life aside from my fitness goals. And I'm able, to, I, I think... I think so. I'm able to achieve a lot of other stuff outside of the gym. And on that note, that's something that I want people to be okay about because you don't really have to attach your identity to your fitness goals. I mean, I, I want to repeat that. You don't have to. A lot of people want to. A lot of the advanced lifters, for them to reach their amazing goals for them to achieve those amazing goals um they had to really alter their lifestyle that's because that's what they wanted for themselves and i think it's an i think this is a good way to like start the or like be in the conclusion part or the end of this episode is that there is no perfect way to go about things you just have to go for what you think is going to be best for you and the life that you want to live out I want to live, even though if I'm a coach, sure, a lot of people know me as a coach and they don't know me for anything else that I do in my life, which is perfectly fine because I guess that's how social media is. They, uh, I, I promote myself as a coach and I don't promote myself as a, um, what else can it be? I see, I don't even know. Like on social media, I think that's the only thing I can post about because I think everything else that I do is a bit boring or it's just I want to keep it to myself. So basically what i'm how i'm trying to end this episode is that you don't have to attach your fitness goals to your identity so because you have to realize that everything that you are doing in your fitness journey is in its own phase and in each phase there will be different priorities as i mentioned a while ago if you're in your beginner phase you would have to prioritize, and if you're underweight, you might have to prioritize this. You might have to prioritize that. And again, everything I mentioned so far are what I believe to be the best. Again, it's what I believe based on my observations and the observations of different coaches. Everything that I mentioned is what I believe is going to be the best for majority of the people. I do not want to say, and I, and I cannot say that everything that I mentioned is the best for everyone because that's not true it's hard to generalize and it's almost impossible to so again it is very situational this very nuanced conversation of um what's more important working out or eating right it's it's, it's a it's a tough conversation and that's why i'm committing over 30 minutes uh for this episode for you guys to talk about it uh for you guys to have a perspective on it i'm not saying that this is the perspective but it's a perspective and moving forward for anything fitness related whether that be in my podcast or my show or anything else that you would absorb on social media 
majority of the things that you will be seeing or like if not everything that you will be seeing is a perspective on how to go about a specific part of your fitness life and i guess that's why pod fitness podcasts are getting more popular because there are a lot of things in the past uh where a lot of people thought were to be you know written in stone that that's the only way to go about it and then you hear a lot of stories that are sharing the exact opposite but they are also equally successful that's why it's, it's amazing that's why fitness podcasts or podcasts in general the fact that it's able to give you perspective on how different things can actually be or what things um or how situational how nuanced everything in life is so i, I didn't really plan to end it this way but um i hope that everything that i mentioned in this episode was able to have uh, able to help you paint a better picture for yourself on what you need to do if you are a beginner uh if you are an intermediate athlete or lifter uh, hopefully that everything that i mentioned right now will help you will help point you towards the right direction on what might be the best approach for you but right okay i guess that's a good way to end this episode on as very clickbaity uh, i'm pretty sure a lot of people will be mad that i used the clickbait but again we need them views and i'm happy that we are we have been getting them views them clicks because of course i want a lot of people to get this information um because in this is episode 7 in the previous episodes we've had three amazing coaches coaches that i believe have that have shared a lot of value um in this episode and in the previous episodes and as much as possible uh, i really want a lot of people to get that information to get that valuable value excuse me that value those valuable takes on um different aspects so whether that be powerlifting whether that be strength and conditioning for basketball or crossfit those three coaches have are all experts in their fields and it's amazing to hear all their expert opinions and everything so yeah um if you guys have any questions that you'd want to submit or if there are any coaches or athletes that you would want to be on this show please please i would highly highly appreciate any recommendation or any comment or any question uh anything that i can help you guys out with because this show is obviously for uh everyone else to benefit and yeah i guess that's uh that's about it that was episode 7 of the fu show i'll see you guys next week at episode 8 but actually maybe next week it might it might be a special episode because if things go according to plan i mean they rarely do but if things go according to plan i would want to interview a lot of people uh, at days on days 3 and 4 or probably just day 4 of the 2022 do foam raw nationals uh this year's national powerlifting competition under the PAP the powerlifting association of the philippines but anyway yep that's uh, let's let me end the episode right now again i'm coach ali fusho thank you for listening to the fusho see you guys next week